0: Welcome to episode two of the Rally Boys. We're keeping it big and ballsy
1: like we always do. Me here with my guy, Patty Driscoll. Patty, how we doing? I just watched last night the Bengals screw themselves for the next 10 years by drafting a complete bust of a player with the number one overall pick. Andy Dalton 2.0 is all I see out there. What do you think, Liam? Pat, I think, I think you've
0: lost your mind. If you're telling me that Joe Burrow isn't going to be the next Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, then one of the next great quarterbacks in the NFL. Pat, if you're telling me he's going to be anything less, then you've lost your damn mind.
1: I'll tell you who I'm watching. I'm watching in Miami Tua Tagalavia have a 100 times better career than Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow ended up just being nothing more than a system QB for his entire career. Pat, Pat, I'm not going to hate on Tua. I think he's a great player. He's injury prone,
0: though, Pat. Have you seen the injuries this man has racked up in college? It is insane. There is no way he's going to be able to adjust to the physicality with his physique, Pat. That the NFL—that the NFL is. These guys are are aren't boys. These are full-grown men that are ready to kill for their money, and you think. Tua Tangledovilla is going to stand a chance with these 350-pound linemen coming at him. There's not a chance. He'll be done in four years.
1: Liam, I think you're forgetting one player. A guy who was a little bit injury-prone coming out of college by the name of Drew Brees. And you know who passed on him? Tons of teams passed on him. The Dolphins even passed on him. But you know what you've learned today? He's setting record after record. He's about to come up on 40 and he's still in his prime. I see Drew Brees into a Tagovailoa. You know what I see in Joe Burrow? Andy Dalton. The Bengals just drafted the same quarterback they have right now. They have no more potential, more, no more potential greatness out of Joe Burrow. They have potential averageness. Pat, I think the Bengals screwed up this pick because of all the hype surrounding, and they felt the need to draft him. I think they just screwed themselves. Pat. If you're the Bengals and you don't go
0: with Joe Burrow, I think you've lost your mind. Joe Burrow, and I had my doubts about Joe Burrow. I was like, who the heck is this kid? This kid's throwing the ball left and right. I see him on ESPN. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Then I watch him play. My guy, Jalen Hurts, Oklahoma Sooners.
1: Jalen Hurts doesn't play defense, Liam, so he wasn't really playing against Okay, Pat.
0: Directly. Okay, Pat. But, I mean, Oklahoma, number four team ranked coming in. They're a solid team, possible, possibly going the national championship. Oh. And Joe Burrow racked up 63 points. If that doesn't do it for you, Pat, I don't know what will one of the highest scoring college football games, probably ever. And then he goes over to Clemson who has gone to the national championship, what, three or four years in a row and racks up 42 points and beats them 42-25. to This man is a proven leader, Pat. He's going to come in. He's going to change the culture of Cincinnati. He's going to have the city behind him. The sky's the limit for Joe Burrow. I'm telling you this now, Pat. The sky is the limit. He will be an all-star within the next two or three years,
1: guaranteed. I hope for the city of Cincinnati, you're right. But what you also need to look at, do those wins speak more of Joe Burrow? Do they speak more of the coaching staff of LSU? Giving a solid uh, – an NFL-worthy quarterback, giving him solid pieces and a solid offense to run. Frankly, if you give me the right offense, I could put up 63 on Oklahoma. I guarantee I could. I think you could too. Pat. If you give me the right coaching and the right players, give me, give me NFL-ready wide receivers if, and tight ends. If you want to talk – Pat, if you want to talk the biggest screw-up
0: of the 2020 draft, you don't have to look very far, Pat. Green Bay Packers, what the hell were you thinking? You got Aaron Rodgers watching this draft, and this guy, it was a spit in the face. It was a complete spit in the face by the GM and the head coach. Just absolutely disrespecting Aaron Rodgers and his greatness and drafting a Jordan Love, who is solid. Not gonna lie, I'm not hating on Jordan Love. I think he's a solid quarterback. I think he could have gone anywhere else. But to have Jordan Love come in with a team that has the potential to possibly make it to the Super Bowl if they add more pieces, they needed more wide receivers. They needed to bulk up on defense. And guess what they did? They drafted a quarterback with Aaron Rodgers is telling you that he's planning on playing till 40, and you draft a quarterback that's going to sit behind him for at least the next two or three years? What are you thinking? Absolutely ridiculous move by Green Bay. Probably the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Pat,
1: what do you think? I think you're working a little too much off emotion right now, Liam, because Jordan Love, you know what I see out of him? I see a potential... Patrick Mahomes level game changing player. He has he has that sidearm. He has crazy athleticism, a, a beast of an arm. Pat and and Aaron Rodgers is an injury prone 36 year old. You if you're a Green Bay, this was a smart pick. You're preparing for the future of your franchise by drafting a quarterback. And I think if if Aaron Rodgers cares anything about the Green Bay Packers, he'll be on board with this pick and he'll start mentoring jo- mentoring Jordan Love. No, there's not. A- I think Aaron Rodgers, within the next three to four years, he will be retired and out of the league.
0: Patrick, there's not a doubt, there's not a doubt that Aaron Rodgers is going to take this guy under his wing. Pat, uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a starter for the next couple years. You aren't going to do that to him. But here's the facts, Pat. This team is a couple steps away from making a deep playoff run, and all of a sudden, you go pick up a guy that's going to sit on the bench What are you thinking when you could have picked a wide receiver or a defensive end or someone on defense that'll bulk up your defense? But instead, you you could have waited. You could have waited into the second round, pick up a Jake Fromm, a Jalen Hurts, someone who can develop over the next couple years and become a great QB and become your next QB in Green Bay. Instead, you make some guy who's gonna sit on the bench your first round pick. Oh, my God. Liam,
1: what you need to understand is Jordan Love is a player that needs those two to three years to develop and get ready, get ready for the league. Being a backup is the perfect situation for him because he will be able to hone the skills he needs to become a successful quarterback for Green Bay. He is a low-risk, high-reward player. Pet, the pet. guy has insane amounts of talent. He, and I think when you're looking at this dude, he played at a smaller school, played against some smaller schools, but you see the potential, him. I think Green Bay saw that, and they liked what they saw.
0: Pat, Pat, the best teams, the best performance he had was probably against Wake Forest, where they lost 35-38. to 38. When they go against high-caliber defense like LSU, guess how many points they scored? Six points. Guess how many LSU scored? 42.
1: What you need to understand, Liam, is that Utah State isn't near on the level of LSU. They're a much weaker school.
0: Pat, Pat, that's obvious. But if you're a quarterback, you're a quarterback coming into Green Bay. They don't have the offensive weapons that some of these other teams have.
1: Trust me, they have a better offensive weapon than Utah State that did.
0: Patrick, their best receiver right now is Devontae Adams. Then they got a bunch of guys. You got German- Geronimo Allison, who I've never heard of in my life. Freaking Marquise Scott scanting. What the hell is that? You're telling me this team could not use better receivers, Pat? Pat, if I am the Green Bay's general manager, I'm looking at it like this. Okay, Aaron Rodgers is probably on his way out. He is only—it's only a couple, few more years left. Then why would they not draft a QB, Liam? why would you not go with banking on this season after a great season last year by Aaron Rodgers, coming back, giving him some help for the next couple years, seeing if you can make it deep into the playoffs, make a Super Bowl run. Instead, you get a guy who's going to sit on the bench. It just doesn't make sense, Pat. It doesn't make sense. Liam, you
1: obviously did not watch that many Packers games this year. Even Packers fans will admit this. Most of their wins were in really close games where they got lucky in the fourth quarter. Exactly. So, what that means, Liam, is they weren't blowing teams out. They weren't winning by a lot, which means this team wasn't insanely good. It weren't, they weren't insanely talented. And that's why They were leaving bad teams, not playoff teams, in the games for as long until the fourth quarter. Not That was something that the Rams weren't doing. The Chiefs weren't doing. They were blowing teams out. Yeah. And that's why Green Bay needs more offensive weapons, Pat. But
0: we got we got to get moving, Pat. We got to get moving. We got to move forward. The Cowboys picking up C. D. Lamb. What? What an amazing pickup for Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. If the Cowboys do not make a deep playoff run with this squad, I don't know what will. You've got the returning defense. You've got you've got Dak Prescott. Ha. Ezekiel Elliott. You've got C D Lamb. You've got a squad here, Pat. You got a team that can make it in the playoffs. Pat, what what do you think? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? So
1: you're saying a team with an average quarterback, an unproven wide receiver, and Ezekiel Elliott is gonna make a deep playoff run. Pat, Pat. That makes no sense, Liam. CeeDee Lamb, what has CeeDee Lamb to prove himself done to prove himself in the NFL, other than get drafted by the Cowboys? He's Nothing. Get,
0: he's got the length. He's got the physicality. I feel like he's gonna put on some pounds when he gets to when he gets to the Cowboys. He's gonna be a solid uh, option for Dak. And the real question is, is Dak gonna perform this year? I mean, you never know with that guy. One year, one game, he'll perform amazing. Next game, he'll throw freaking four touch,
1: four interceptions. I I'd mean- like to see the game where he performed amazing. Ever since his. First year starting, I have seen nothing but disappointment from Dak Prescott.
0: Pat, I feel like the organization has been a complete disappointment the last couple years. But if they do not perform with this squad over the next two years, the first step they have to do, they have to sign Dak Prescott to a contract. This guy right now is floating around in limbo land. Uh, Freaking Jerry Jones won't sign the man to the contract he wants. Dak Prescott wants to be basically the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. And I'm like, what the hell have you done to prove anything, Dak? You haven't made, you haven't won a playoff game. You haven't done anything special. Make a playoff run and then go get your money. But. I mean, if Jerry Jones really believes in this guy, I feel like Jerry Jones is going to have to pay the money, keep this guy around and build a squad around him. That's what's going to need to happen, Pat.
1: Well, Liam, Jerry Jones actually just offered Dak Prescott a, con- a contract worth $33 million per year. Sorry, Cowboys fans, but you just screwed yourselves with a backup quarterback for the rest of the next five to ten years. It's
0: really, it's really going to be a question, Pat. Is he going to perform or is he not? Is this going to be a complete bust or the best move Jerry Jones ever made? Who freaking knows? But let's move on. Tampa Bay moving up, doing some little trades, you know, moving up one spot with San Francisco, getting Tristan Wirfs, a 6'5", 320-pound monster. This man is coming in to protect TB12. I I mean – Great move by Tampa Bay. They're trying to help their. They're trying to build up their off O line to help protect TB twelve to have a next good couple years. Pat, what do you, what do you think?
1: What do you think about that trade? I think it was definitely a good pickup. If the Buccaneers are banking on this squad with a retired Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans, a great receiver. I love Mike Evans. Forty something year old Tom Brady, and a solid defense. And Tristan Wirfs, a rookie. Patrick. I think people are over-hyping this Buccaneers squad that is going to come against the Saints in their own division.
0: Patrick, you're forgetting about their offensive weapons at uh, wide receivers. They, Tom Brady has got targets he's throwing to next year. They have. Got I the said squad- the
1: target, Liam. It's Mike Evans. Patrick,
0: they have got a squad to make it deep. But is the question is, is Tom Brady going to perform? He is an old dude, not going to lie. But guess what? TB12, you can never doubt the man. I've, I've tried to do it before. The man is playing the Atlanta Falcons down by, it looks like, a zillion, Pat. It looks like there's no way out for him. Then all of a sudden, a couple touchdowns later, this, the Patriots are Super Bowl champions, Pat. I've learned to stop doubting Tom Brady and Gronk a long time ago, Pat. These guys are the real deal. They are winners, proven winners, and they change the culture of teams, Pat. That's just how it rolls, Pat. That's how the Buccaneers are going to do it. That's how Patriots did it when they were there. And the real question is now, Pat, with TB12 and Gronk going to Tampa, this is big-time news this week, what the heck happened in, the, in at, with the Patriots? Holy smokes, Pat. I mean, something had to have happened with Bill Belichick and Gronk and Tom and uh, Tom Brady. I have a feeling, Pat, and Gronk has said it before, it's not the easiest playing with New England. Bill Belichick demands a lot out of his team, Pat. And the fact is, I mean, I, I think some of these players are ready to move on to their next chapter. I mean, you could see it, especially with Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. They're ready to get out of there and start something new. Pat. What do you think about the TV 12 grand comeback, the comeback season? They're back together again. The boys are back. What do you think, Pat?
1: What I see out of New England is Bill Belichick is still with the team. When you see Bill Belichick on a team, you never doubt him. Tom Brady made the decision to go to Tampa Bay solely off the fact he wanted to prove to himself and others that he can win without Bill Belichick. I believe he can, but is it the right time though? 43, 44 years of age, Tom Brady is banking on his twilight years in the NFL to basically confirm his legacy as the greatest player of all time. Now with the Patriots, will Jarrett Stidham be be QB1? He's only 23 years old, he has some potential to become become the next great QB. I think what Bill Belichick wants to do here is stick it to everybody else and all the Tom Brady fans and show them that he can win with anybody in the pocket. Patrick,
0: I don't want to hear about no, Jarek Stidham. The reason why Tom Brady left the Patriots, yeah, it's because he wanted to get away from Bill Belichick, but it's also because he didn't have the weapons that Tampa Bay has. Tampa Bay is giving him the opportunity to win one more ring, which is what he's going to do before he retires. He's bringing in Gronk, a little bit of that little bit more rough and tough guy, freaking Gronkowski. Guys ready to throw the weight around, lay it down, get some TDs. Tom Brady can throw it with this little slant down the middle pick up first downs, pick up TDs like they did in New England. But Pat The Patriots simply don't have the weapons. They don't have what Tom Brady needs as an older quarterback. And that's why, Pat. That's why he went to Tampa. That's why he got away from Bill. It's nothing personal. It's nothing personal, the guys, the people in New England, but it's simply the facts, Pat. When you are an Orioles, older quarterback you have to go and pick up better receivers to uh, to accommodate your slower arm that's the facts pat you have to you cannot be slacking on the freaking receivers
1: i think you're forgetting one guy who is still in new england probably tom brady's favorite receiver he's ever had Julian Edelman. he left him there running back sony michelle they have the talent And I think Julian Edelman
0: is old as hell. No, he isn't.
1: He's in his 30s. He's in his 30s. You know how old Tom Brady is, Liam? I want to hear you tell me how old Tom Brady is. Patrick,
0: Julian Edelman. Tell me how old
1: Tom Brady is.
0: It's different, Pat. It's It's not
1: different because he's a QB, Liam. Patrick, QBs today need to be mobile. Have you seen Ben Roethlisberger powerful st- arms.
0: with freaking Pittsburgh? What happened
1: to the Steelers this year? The Steelers were terrible Another this year. Another guy
0: with oh, Juju Smith. They who played was better
1: with their backup.
0: Pat. Pat, Juju Smith was injured last year. He didn't have his full squad. There's injuries all throughout that Steelers lineup, Pat. So don't be throwing around Big Ben's trash, Big Ben's trash, this, that, and the other. You
1: think Big Ben is still a starting caliber player in the NFL?
0: I think he's a quality quarterback. Oh my I don't think think he's a Tom Brady. I I don't think he's a Tom Brady, Pat. I'm not even going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But, Pat, obviously the Steelers are going to be in need for a new quarterback soon. Ben only got maybe one or two years left if we're being generous. Pat. He
1: has negative one years left. They should have gotten rid of him last year. The old man. You know what, Liam? If you if you think Big Ben is a quality quarterback, maybe you should stop talking about football and go talk about tennis somewhere. Because you obviously have no idea what you're talking about.
0: Pet, pet. You cannot Ben, Big Ben. Hasn't had the weapons he needs. He
1: always got his. He's juice. always had weapons. Had the juice. Steelers always give him a solid team to work they have with, a solid and he screws it up because he's injury, old. Injuries throughout the roster. Why do you Pat? think he... Big Ben gets injured too? You know why? Because he's slow and old, and he can't get out. I think pocket. he needs to retire. I think he needs to retire. He should have retired last don't year. Don't get me wrong. I think he needs to retire.
0: Don't get me wrong, Pat. I think it's I think it's time for Big Ben to kind of. I don't
1: think I'm getting you wrong. I think I think you're all over the place because you realize you've been caught in the wrong.
0: You're talking BS right now, okay? You're talking BS. Is it BS that Big you, Ben
1: is not a starting no, caliber quarterback in the Big NFL? Ben.
0: I'm using Big Ben as an example. It's a bad Tom example. Brady.
1: It's a poor example.
0: Pat. Big Ben and Tom Brady aren't that far apart. They both have the little bit. They don't have the cannon they used to. Are
1: you comparing Tom no, Brady but I'm saying to Ben Roethlisberger? I'm saying
0: the situation is the same. You need to have better receivers that's, to accommodate for a slower hilarious. quarterback. You just have to, Pat. But let's Juju, move on. Juju
1: Smith-Schuster isn't a, good, isn't a good wide receiver. I'm sorry, Liam, but I need to get to this point before you stop. Juju Smith-Schuster... Schuster, is an all-pro caliber wide receiver Juju when he is Smith. healthy.
0: I love Juju Smith. He
1: played amazing with their backup when they finally got Ben Roethlisberger Pat, out of I love pocket.
0: Juju Smith. But, Pat, they got no one else. They got the Connor guy who's the running back. But and when it comes to receivers, Pat, not very much other people are uh, Ben's throwing the ball to, Pat. Not very reliable other receivers. Let's be honest here, Pat. But, Pat, we got to move on. We're going to switch it up. We're going to do a little switch. Draymond Green doing an interview with Matt Barnes talking about the KD relationship, letting it all fly, not afraid to you know talk about the dirty details, Pat, letting us all know what, what exactly was going on with the Warriors during the 2017, 2018, 2019 seasons with Kevin Durant. And Pat, Pat, I'm going to be honest. After listening... To what Draymond Green had to say, this is KD is a baby. Let's be honest. This guy KD, he is the worst team player in the NBA. If I am a team with good chemistry like the Warriors, I wouldn't let that guy in my team at all, man. That guy is going to destroy a team's chemistry. Just because he's selfish with the ball. Especially with Draymond Green, what Draymond Green had to say about the 2018-2019 season. Draymond Green said, after the 2017 playoffs, when they won the championship, he was expecting, you know, KD's the best player in the world. He's better than LeBron. But the next day, the talking heads on the media were still saying, you know what, LeBron James is still the best player in the NBA. And what Draymond Green had to say was, after that happened, you saw a whole different Kevin Durant with the Warriors. A Kevin Durant who used to be not selfish, you know, more of a team guy, ready for uh, uh, letting Steph shoot, letting Clay get their shots, you know, just all-around team guy. To a why isn't Kay- why isn't Steph passing to me? Why isn't Clay passing to me? All this that mentality destroys teams, Pat, and that's exactly what you saw with Kevin Durant. He said his. What Draymond Green had to say was his heart wasn't in it during the 2019 playoffs. And he was out of it in the 2018 playoffs. The only reason he came back in 2019 was for a 3 p Pat. And we saw that turned out an absolute disaster. But, Pat, what are your thoughts on what Draymond had to say? What are your thoughts on KD? What do you think?
1: I think everything we hear about Draymond Green needs to be taken with a pinch of salt. His stats this year were below par, even terrible. Everyone The guy is the final all-star on the Golden State Warriors, and he can't even put up 10 points per game. On a team where he should be the first or second option, he can't get 10 points. Patrick, Draymond Green... Let me make my point, Liam.
0: All right, all right, all right.
1: Kevin Durant, throughout his entire career, has been a score-first player. I don't like Kevin Durant that much, and I'm willing to admit it but I can see where he is coming from in this situation. When you are one of the greatest scorers of all time and you get put on a team with two other great scorers, a, a shooter in Klay Thompson who will sit on the wing, he needs to be past the ball, not that great of an on-ball player, and Steph Curry, a shoot-first, pass-second point guard, there is an adjustment period that is needed. I don't think it was the right fit for him in the war, with the Warriors, but what did they get out of it? Two championship Rings. Pat, Pat, well, I'm going to go with what you said about Draymond, Pat.
0: Draymond Green is not a scorer. You keep throwing out Draymond Green scored less than 10 points a game. What? When has Draymond ever been a scorer? Dray-
1: he broke 10 points per game in prior seasons, Liam. Okay. You are the final all-star on a team with four all-stars, and you can't put up 10 Points as the first option. Who has he been playing with all year? Pat? Exactly, exactly. So we should be scoring more points. No, Pat, Pat. Less good players means more shots, which means more points, which did not happen for him. He shot below 50% from the field. He played average defense. I'm not gonna knock his defense, but I could if I wanted to. He regressed what? as a player by miles. If you would have watched a single Warriors game this season you'd see a passive Draymond Green who has not been playing with the ball or with the team Patrick, at all.
0: That's not Draymond's role. You're throwing Draymond into a whole freaking injury situation with Steph, Clay out. You got two of your best all-stars, your best scorers gone. KD's gone. So basically all you had was D'Angelo Russell was your point guard for part of the season. Shooting guard. To a shooting guard so they got rid of him. So, all of a sudden, you're there with Draymond Green, whose role is not to score, never been a big scorer, and you're asking him to put up, what, 20 points a game? That's like asking Dennis Rodman... Not 20
1: 10 points. That's, just
0: 10 measly points. That's at like... At, Five layups. That's like asking Dennis... Three
1: threes and one free throw.
0: That's like asking Dennis Rodman when if Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen are out to be like, hey, Dennis, since they're both gone, we're going to need you to put up 10 or 15 points a game, plus get all those rebounds, plus play defense. It just doesn't make sense, Pat. That's not his role. And for you to be throwing shade at my man Draymond Green for that is absolutely ridiculous. But... Now we're talking about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is a proven snake. This guy is terrible for any organization that picks him up. And we're going to see what happened with Oklahoma City, happen here, we're going to see what happened with Golden State, happened in Brooklyn. Pat, It's a r- vicious cycle. This man is going to play with Brooklyn for the next two or three years, and then all of a sudden he's going to hop back on first take with Stephen A. and Max Kellerman and be, Oh, I'm gonna tell all about how all these teammates. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't the dream it was supposed to be, and all this stuff about you know how they were being selfish and how it's no one else's fault. Pet. It's unbelievable. He goes on first take and talks about how the time when the Golden State Warriors were playing this Clippers, I think we all remember the big blowout, you know, the big freaking freakout between Draymond Green and Kevin Durant on the bench, and KD goes on first take and says that's part of the reason why he left Golden State. You're telling me that a spat with a teammate on the bench is going to determine if you stay with a team or not, that is
1: outrageous. Liam. Pat. It's I think unbelievable. you have no idea what you're talking about right now. So I wanna play a little game with you. I'm gonna list I'm gonna ask you some players who average twenty plus points per game this season. if you can tell me, if you can tell me what team they're on, I'll eat my words and I'll say Draymond Green doesn't need to average ten points per game. Alright, Pat. Alright, alright, let's do it. Bohan Bogdanovich averaged twenty point two points per game this season. What team did he play for? Uh he's on the Clippers. That is wrong. He is on the Jazz, Liam. Let's ask you another one. This guy was an All-Star this season. He averaged 18 points per game. Can you tell me what team DeMontis Sabonis is on?
0: Uh, Dallas Mavericks.
1: That is wrong, too. He is on the Indiana Pacers. So, Liam, before you talk out of your ASS about players and scoring you might want to know what team the All-Stars and the guys averaging more than 20 points per game are on. Patrick. I rest my case. I
0: don't want to be talking about Dantis Sabonis.
1: Demontis Sabonis, v- and he was an All-Star this
0: year. Vokvanovic, Pat. I don't want to talk about them, Pat. I want to talk about playmakers, guys who can change the game. They're guys you need on a team, Pat, and you need a Draymond Green on whatever team you're playing on. Trust me this,
1: Pat. There is no championships for the warriors if you don't have Draymond Green's defense. Here's one, Liam. He was number 5 in the league in assists this year. If you want to talk about playmakers, what team is DeVonte Graham on? The Utah Jazz.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: he is on the Hornets. Uh, okay, that was my second guess.
0: That was my second guess, Pat.
1: You didn't say your second oh, Pat, guess, Liam. You Pat, said the ho- you Pat, said the Jazz.
0: DeVonte Graham These are all point guards, these are all scores. Draymond Green is a forward, Pat. He's not bringing up the ball like Devontae Graham, Pat. This guy, Draymond, he only gets the ball when he's grabbing rebounds and passing it to Clay and Steph and chucking up the occasional three, Pat, when he feels like it, when he wants to, you know, test the range, have a little bit of heat check, Pat, You're telling me that Draymond Green is worthless for the Golden State Warriors just because he scores below 10 points a game? What? What are you talking about? Absolutely ridiculous.
1: I'm pretty sure most players in the NBA could go out if they had the minutes that Draymond Green was getting and score 10 points per game. It is not hard when you're getting 30 plus minutes per game to score 10 points per game when you are a professional athlete who is considered to be an all-star and potential hall of famer on this level of players like Charles Barkley and Karl Malone and you can't score 10 measly points? Patrick, Charles Barkley is a jealous son of a gun.
0: Let's be honest here, Pat. Charles Barkley likes to talk the stuff and then shove a donut after he's done talking it, Pat. We got to be honest here, Pat. We, Draymond Green is has much more value than what you're making him out to be. Just because he doesn't score all the points in the world, Pat, doesn't mean he doesn't have the value. But, Pat, we have to wrap it up. We have, to, we have to bring it all in, okay? Thank you so much for listening. Episode 2 of the Rally Boys. We did it big and ballsy. Am I right, Pat? We did it big and ballsy. Of course. Guys, new episode coming Monday. Monday night. Big time episode. We're talking... Episode, part 3 and 4 of The Last Dance. Michael Jordan. Pat, I'm really excited for 3 and 4. Talk about Detroit, Pistons, and my guy Dennis Rodman. I'm excited too. It's going to be big time news. I, I feel like we're going to learn a lot of stuff that we didn't know before. So we're going to be talking that. We'll be talking the last 2 or 3 days of the NFL Draft. And more, guys. And more. We're talking big time news. All right, big time news coming Monday. Stay tuned. Make sure you guys like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this to. If you're on Spotify, Pat, if you're on iTunes, what do you guys say, Pat? You got
1: to like and follow on iTunes and Spotify or and SoundCloud.
0: SoundCloud. guys, SoundCloud. Blow this thing up, guys. In and- Another piece of news. 1,000 views and the merch drops. We're getting merch, guys. It's going to be big, big and ballsy merch. The Rally Boys merch is coming. Blow this stuff up, guys, and we're going to be dropping
1: the merch. 1,000 views and the merch drops. That is the bar we are setting, and we will drop T-shirts and hoodies.
0: Yeah, we're dropping big-time stuff, guys. So stay tuned. Make sure you guys are following the Instagram account at The Rally Boys for any more details on that. So, guys, thanks for watching, and stay tuned.